Welcome to the Content Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Whitney. Today's episode is around video content creation for the YouTube platform, which is very different to other social media channels because the intention of your target audience when they go to YouTube is very different than when they're on Facebook and Instagram. And if you step back with me for a moment and look at how you use the YouTube app, I know personally I'm looking to learn, study, discover new things, and I'm committing myself to a content consumption session. When I'm on there on Facebook or Instagram, I might be looking to engage, connect with my community, see what friends and family are up to. So the goals are very different. And I'll share a little backstory. The first time I discovered the power of YouTube was in 2011. I uploaded the first video with my face and voice to the platform. I recorded it using a HP webcam on a laptop and the quality was so poor that the speed of my mouth moved differently to the the words. But still to this day, that video, which was titled Investing Stocks for Beginners, was my highest viewed YouTube video. And naturally, what I said resonated with people watching it, but I'd been on this two, three-year journey where I'd been investing in the US stock market and I was just sharing some of the lessons and things that I picked up. And that's where I knew if you call a video what people are typing into the search bar and people like it and they're engaged with it, you can have this video sitting there that generates you view after view after view, day after day after day. So it becomes a digital asset for your brand or business. So that was a huge moment for myself. That video doesn't exist anymore. I took it down a couple of years ago. One, because it talked about investing. I'm not licensed in that space. Number two, we were niching the channel into another area. So I didn't want there to be any confusion, but it ended up with around 68,000 views all organically and was transformational uh in a pivotal moment in my content creation journey. Now, YouTube has changed a lot in the last 24 months and it will continue to evolve. The introductions of shorts has created another opportunity for anyone putting content on YouTube and we'll unpack that today. And they've also letting creators post and poll people on the platform now, which you couldn't do up until more recently. So when we're starting out, With YouTube, we need to understand it's a search engine. So just like Google, people are looking for specific content. They type keywords into the search bar and it brings up results and they'll start scrolling through those results to find the video or content that best matches what they're looking for. And then ideally when they click on it and start watching it, it delivers on the promise they think they're getting with that content. So we need to understand the psychology of all that when we're creating and uploading content to YouTube. So We take all the guesswork out of the process to understand what your target audience is searching for with a tool we've mentioned many times in the podcast before, which is vidIQ. So what you want to do is start with a general keyword for your niche. So in my case, I could take the keyword content marketing, put it into vidIQ, and then go over to the matching keywords section in vidIQ, and it'll have hundreds of searches that my target audience is typing into the YouTube platform. What it'll also do is tell me how many searches there are a month and how much competition there is. And I can sort from the most searched and then look for the lowest competition from top to bottom. And if I see something that has say 10,000 or more searches or something in that vicinity and it also has low competition and I can add value to that topic, 
I have the potential to create a video that could rank highly in YouTube searches and deliver traffic, reach, and engagement for my business around the clock and create this digital asset that continues to serve the business for years and years to come. So I'm going to teach you the steps today to achieve that outcome. So the first thing you want to do is when you find a search that has high volume and low competition, let's say it was content marketing tips for beginners as a hypothetical example. I want to type that into YouTube and see what results come up in that search. And I want to study the top five to 10 videos. What do their thumbnails look like? What are the titles they're using? What are they putting in their descriptions? And reverse engineer the ingredients that are helping those videos rank highly. Then I might watch the top performing videos to see how long they are, the style of video, and understand why that's getting ranked so highly. And then what I can do is out-optimize what that creator has done to knock them off the mantle with my ranking. And I'll unpack how the algorithm works also a little later in the conversation so you can understand what needs to happen to maintain a high ranking on YouTube. So once you've studied those top five to 10 results, look for similarities, the thumbnails, the titles, etc. You want to then go create your video. And what's really important is you create a video and the content and what you put into the video is super relevant to the search. So if it was content marketing tips for beginners, I want to make sure that everything I talk about is super relevant to that search. So if people do click on my video and start watching it, that they're getting what they were promised when they type that into the search bar and it's far more likely to retain their attention and get them through the, the completion of the video and tell YouTube, hey, this is what people are enjoying and responding to. So record a great video. The next step for optimizing is to ask for engagement throughout the video. So you can ask your audience to put questions in the comments. You might ask for yes or no answers at different stages. You might ask them, what was your biggest takeaway out of the five tips that I shared? Put it in the comments below and also encourage them to hit the like button. If you don't direct your audience to do it, sometimes they won't, sometimes they will, but you've got a much higher percentage of people interacting and engaging with the content if you direct the audience to do that. So if you create an engaging video and you tell people to engage, it's going to tell YouTube, hey, people are responding to this video. Let's show it to more people that are typing in this search because clearly that's what they want to see. Now, YouTube wants people to stay on the platform, stay on a video so they can show more ads, which is why they want that retention and engagement. So the more people that are sticking through the duration of your video and clicking on it, the better it's going to perform for the algorithm, the more people it's going to get showed to. And that's ultimately how it works. How many, what percentage of people are clicking on the video when it comes up in the search and that's step one. And then what's the retention like once people have clicked and the engagement and that'll dictate whether your video stays in a high ranking for a search or whether they show other videos that are getting better attention, better engagement and more clicks. It's very simple at the end of the day because they want to show more of those ads. Then you want to go to canva.com and create your thumbnail, which is really important. So you've studied the visuals of the top five to 10 videos, seeing what's working for that particular search. And inside canva.com, you'll find hundreds of templates of really attractive thumbnails that will get people to click when you're uploading them to YouTube and just create your own version of that, modeling what looks like it's been successful with those top highly ranked videos that are currently there, in my case, for content marketing tips for beginners example. And also you don't want to copy exactly because you want it to stand out and be different. And you just 
consider to yourself when you're looking at thumbnail. If I was scrolling through the newsfeed and I'd search for content marketing tips for beginners, is this going to get me to stop and at least take a look? And that's how you want to consider your thumbnail when you create it on canva.com. Once you've got your thumbnail and your video ready, then we need to go to the next step, which is the information that we give YouTube when we upload the video to tell it what to show the video for in which searches. And in this example, we're talking about content marketing tips for beginners. So we want to start with an intriguing headline and we want to use content marketing tips for beginners in the headline to optimize for that particular search. There might be five unusual content marketing tips for beginners. Have a little bit of intrigue in there. So people are like, well, what's unusual about these tips? And I'm also getting five tips and I'm a beginner. So there's a pretty good return on clicking on this video and seeing what it's all about. So write an intriguing headline and make sure that search keyword phrase is in the title. Then in your description, you want to use that search, so content marketing tips for beginners in in this example, multiple times. So I might start with here are five unusual content marketing tips for beginners. Content marketing tip for beginners number one is content marketing tip for beginners number two is and so on and go through the five tips. So that way I've used the keyword that I'm targeting five or six times throughout the description. So when YouTube crawls the video, when I upload it, it'll go, okay, based on the information that I'm being given by Aaron on this video, I need to show this in searches on content marketing tips for beginners. And that's how I'm going to give it that initial chance to start ranking and getting found in the right searches for my target audience. Then I also want to make sure I have that in the tags when I upload it to YouTube and I add it to any relevant playlists or areas that would encourage people to click and watch other videos on my channel as well. So once I've got them with one video, they can have a deep session and I'm getting legacy views through the library of the video. So that's how you optimize your videos that are over 60 seconds. So we call these long form YouTube videos and these can keep performing long into the future. As I said, you can you maintain a top ranking on YouTube. You can get views for years and years and years to come while your video remains on on those top search results. Then we also have shorts and you can follow the same optimization steps when you're uploading shorts to YouTube. But what's really powerful is you can take your long form content and let's say it's five tips for, for beginners, five content marketing tips for beginners. I could take each one of those tips from my long form video and cut it into five shorts that go onto my YouTube channel. So I'm getting this 80-20 result. I'm doing the 20%, the long form video and getting 80% through the short form content creation. And the difference is the shorts can get really fast traction. So if I've got no subscribers, no audience, they all get views within the first 24, 48 hours and then I'll start to taper down. With my longer form videos, they'll tend to be a lot slower, more often than not with the views, unless it it does take off for whatever reason, but it can continue to produce results into the future. So shorts have that short lifespan, long form videos have that continuity, but you can get the best of both worlds where you're picking up a lot of views and engagement starting from scratch by having your, your shorts. And because they're less than 60 seconds in length, they're very easy to produce. You can turn them around a lot faster and it could be a great way to, to build a channel up quickly. And then you've also got the long-term performance from your long form, which is also why I do the podcast and put it on YouTube because I've got long form videos with each episode. Now, podcasting isn't the most engaging style of video for YouTube because you've got someone staring down the screen talking to the microphone 
on a camera. So whatever's coming out of their mouth has to be very interesting to retain them. But where it's valuable is cutting the episode into shorts so we can have multiple videos to repurpose and share the gold nuggets and the snippets and build up the, the channel through that one-two combo. So that's your best use of YouTube, getting the best of both worlds. What you'll find too, if you build one very successful video, and let's call it a digital asset because it's out there serving your video well into the future, people, because they've got served from that first video, will start to pay attention to your other videos and if they subscribe, They'll get notified each time you put a new video onto the platform. And that's where you start to get what we call legacy views, where people go back into that library and they revisit other videos that you've already uploaded. I've certainly had that experience with the podcast on different platforms where someone will find the show for the first time, listen to an episode, and then go back through other episodes that are of interest to them. And this is how, over time, you'll see that your channel starts to compound. So you start to get more and more views. You start to pick up subscribers. But it very much is that long-term game. And that's the mentality that you have to have. A lot of creators will say, hey, it took hundreds of videos before I started to see any real traction on my YouTube channel, which can be a bit daunting. But as I said, if you're using the one-two combo, you can get a lot of short-form videos to accelerate the channel in the short term and allow your long-form videos that are uploaded correctly with the SEO hat on targeting the searches your target audience are looking for and get really targeted views and start to build that up over time. So hopefully that made sense and you've got that framework of how to research the videos, how to study the number one to 10 ranked competitors, I guess you'd call them, that are showing up now, how to reverse engineer that and then do the steps to tell YouTube where to show your video and ultimately rank in the right places and, and drive that organic traffic. As you may or may not be aware, my wife Paula and I own and operate Content Only, which is a content creation marketing agency where we create your content for you. So we do all the back-end strategic stuff, produce it, do all the research, optimize it when it goes out onto YouTube and other social media platforms. So if you're at the stage in your journey where you're looking for someone to create the content for you or do it with you, then just send me a message on Instagram. There's a link in the show notes and we can have a quick chat to see if what we do will serve the goals that you have for your business and your brand moving forward. So that's it for this week. I'll be back again with a brand new episode of the Content Marketing Podcast.